Welcome to the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight an essential oil or herb that may be used to optimize your health. Flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy and naturopathy. Hello everybody, this is Gregory and welcome back to another episode of the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary, soon to be slightly renamed for a more general term for female health. I'm kind of stoked and happy. Autumn is approaching. I was reading the New York Times because I get it on the weekends and, and there was an, an article about uh, who uses autumn and who uses fall. And there's this kind of view in England that since Americans don't have the proper handle on the English vocabulary that we were the ones that started using fall because we saw leaves fall. Uh, uh, hence fall now and actually the article was showing that that you can go back to like uh, Dryden and Blake and these guys in the 17th and 18th century that were using the words fall to designate autumn by the way here in Texas uh we now right now it's upper 50s in the the lows you know mid 80s for the highs so it is real warm but for us this is fall I mean we don't really get cold so it is nice the anticipation of the holidays hopefully you're doing well Today we're going to cover uh, bioidentical testosterone treatments for women. Now we've covered this tangentially. Uh, well, we just did one on menstruation, the essential oils. But over at the Awakened Man, which used to be Holistic Health News, there's quite a big repository of female-centric topics over there. But we've talked about the problems with hormonal contraceptives, and we've talked about the issues with menopause and how a lot of women just, when menopause comes, they just accept the hot flashes and all the issues, and they don't contemplate getting on bioidentical hormone replacement. So I wanted to do a quickie article on why testosterone is good for women and go through some 10 myths about testosterone treatment. Bioidentical testosterone therapy at the right doses is completely safe and allows for correct hormonal restoration. Nevertheless, myths and rumors still circulate. Some of the misconceptions that abound in the collective imagination of women are that testosterone is a male hormone, that its only role in women is for sexual desire and libido. Hey, even if that was the case, what's wrong with that? What's the, the store closes? Don't we want it to reopen? Or at least the men do. I remember reading a, a study out of England. Actually, it was reported in England, but I think the study was done from Pennsylvania. And it was like 25% of women age 45 to 60 still want to have sex. And I just love this spin on it because it's like, well, actually, it's 75% of women don't because they're not on bioidentical testosterone treatment testosterone therapy is being increasingly used to alleviate symptoms of hormonal deficiency in pre and post menopausal women although numerous scientific studies show the safety and success of this treatment rumors and myths have been created which by sheer force of repetition seem to hold more influence despite lacking any supporting medical evidence well Goebbels said that the old Nazi propaganda minister you tell a lie enough times people will think it's truth So we're going to go through 10 myths. Number one, testosterone is a male hormone. While it is true that men have higher levels of testosterone, the most abundant sex hormone present in a woman's body is also testosterone. Look at that. Estrogen, typically referred to as the female hormone, although present throughout a woman's life, is found in concentrations 10 times lower than that of testosterone. Testosterone, imbalanced with other doses of estriodol, is equally important for both sexes. Interesting. I didn't know that. 
I mean, I know estrogen is made in the first half of the cycle and progesterone is made on the second half, but I didn't know that. Testosterone is the most abend- abundant sex hormone. Myth two, the only role of testosterone in women is for sexual desire libido. Get your mojo going like Austin Powers. Given that testosterone receptors are found in practically all tissues of a woman's body, testosterone and its precursors decrease with age and pre- and post-menopausal women may experience symptoms of androgen deficiency such as mood disorders, lack of well-being, fatigue, loss of bone density and muscle mass, mental dullness, memory disorders, hot flashes, joint discomfort, and sexual dysfunction. Oh, all the benefits of low T in men. We just did a vid- an article, I'm sorry, an episode over at The Awakened Men about this scam that is low testosterone treatment. Oh, getting older, isn't it great? Mental dullness, hot flashes, sexual discomfort. Myth three, testosterone treatments make women more masculine. Restoring a woman's ideal hormone levels to that which we had between the ages of 18 and 25, far from making you more masculine, can in fact make you more feminine. Treatment should not be confused with the high suprapharmacological doses which are administered to patients requiring more drastic changes due to gender issues in which case symptoms are still reversible, but merely reducing the dosage. Yeah, so I knew a couple of guys that had to do testosterone uh, shots every month because they lost their testicles because of testicular cancer. I once knew a patient who'd come in every uh, month and get a shot uh, because without testosterone, the man essentially turns into a woman. But in this case, a woman, it's all dose-dependent. So you, the, your doctor or your naturopathic doctor would give you a dose-dependent amount that would help with your libido and the other issues. Uh, that help testosterone with menopausal women, but not enough to turn you into like the, the female dodgeball player from Dodgeball and Ben Stiller's team. The one with the really deep voice. Myth number four, testosterone will make your voice deeper and more masculine. Hoarseness of voice can affect us at different times due to inflammation or infection of the throat, but it's always reversible. There's no procedure whereby testosterone could produce such a phenomenon. Even in cases of high doses of other androgens, there is no clear evidence of producing a deeper voice or irreversible changes to vocal cord. This reminds me, on your first date, ladies, have a higher voice than normal because our minds are wired, men's minds are wired to detect on that. So women with higher voices have more estrogen. If they have more estrogen, they're more fertile. And men with deep voices, when you go on a first date, men should have real deep voices, deeper than normal. Just fake it for as long as you can. Because... The woman's mind will pick that up and be like, ooh, he's loaded with testosterone. Ooh, he can impregnate me. In the future, maybe, if that's what you want. Myth five, testosterone causes hair loss. Hair loss is a complex and multifactorial process, which is also genetically determined. Androgenic alopecia refers to a similar type of pattern baldness commonly found in men, not referring to the cause, but rather to the defined pattern. That's what I have. In any case, it is dihydrotestosterone or DHT and not testosterone which is involved obesity and insulin resistance as well as alcohol a sedentary lifestyle and some medications can increase the conversion of testosterone to DHT and estriodile in the hair follicle approximately one-third of women experience brittle hair and hair loss with age which often coincides with a decrease in testosterone levels however there are studies in which hair regrowth has been achieved due to subcutaneous testosterone implants in such women there you go. You can do that as well, but don't worry about losing your hair. Yeah. my They say it runs in the female side for men for androgenic alopecia. And so, yeah, I haven't had hair for about 
at least five years. But I shave it every other day, and I just I'm so used to it. I don't even it's not even like I lament it because uh, it's one of those things you can't control. Like with men, men have this fascination or worry about small penises, and to me, it's like plane crashing. I can't control the outcome of the plane crashing. That's solely the pilot and the maintenance people. So why do I worry about it? So like if you have a small penis, nothing you can do about it. You were born with it, just like height. You know, men in height, they're obsessed with height. And I understand that, but can't do really anything about it aside from keeping your weight down. Myth six, testosterone has adverse effects at the cardiovascular level. Unlike synthetic anabolics, there's no evidence that testosterone has any adverse effects at the cardiovascular level for women. In fact, its replacement has a beneficial effect on the metabolism of glucose and lipids, as well as on the maintenance of lean mass in both men and women. Well, look, here's the thing. This is not true about men. So testosterone replacement or low T replacement, low, low, low T therapy can increase your chances of heart attacks and strokes. In fact, we just did an episode over at the Awakened Man about it, but not in women. So don't worry, about, don't worry, women. But seven, testosterone damages the liver and can cause clotting. This is an imported rumor from around the world of anabolic synthetic androgen overuse, which was then taken orally in high doses can affect and damage our liver. The truth is that parental, parenteral testosterone, gels, skin patches, or subcutaneous implants, avoids that first step through the liver, and this has no adverse effects. There is, therefore, no relationship between testosterone administered in this way and the occurrence of blood clots, like thrombolysis and embolisms. That's when they break off and float around and get trapped in your lungs or your, your brain and you die. Unlike synthetic steroids, or estrogens taken without progesterone and progestin. So, I mean, that's kind of a rumor that comes from women who are doing anabolic steroids. You know, the ones that get on magazine covers where they just have a little thing covering their nipples because they have no real breasts. Myth eight, testosterone causes aggression. Although the use of anabolics at high doses can cause aggression and attacks of rage. You know, you see the, the roid rage in men. This is not happened with testosterone. Even with super pharmacological doses of intramuscular testosterone, there's been no clear onset of aggression. As has been previously mentioned, in cases of obesity, alcohol consumption, or marked sedentary lifestyle, the conversion rate of testosterone to estriodile can be seen to increase. The effects of excess estrogen, estriodile, and its derivatives, however, have been associated with irritability and aggression in other species. In fact, in women presenting symptoms of androgen deficiency, Androgen, like to men, test, men, men hormones. Treatment with testosterone has been shown to improve anxiety and irritability in more than 90% of cases. There you go. So don't worry about the roid rage. Myth nine, testosterone may increase the risk of breast cancer. Since 1937, it's been known that the development of breast cancer is usually dependent on estrogen. Yeah, that's the problem with the, all the environmental estrogens that we're exposed to, all the plastics, the BPA, the parabens, all these things I talk about over at The Awakened Man in the early episodes. Environmental estrogens are causing a spike in breast cancer. And in fact, if you look at breast cancer incidence, 70% of breast cancer in women is in women who don't have it in their family. So it's not this thing it runs in the family always. No, it's like we're being, it's environmental toxins to which we're exposed. Testosterone, however, could be play a possible role in slowing down the growth of breast tissue. It may even be a treatment for breast cancer. In recent studies in which testosterone was administered together with an aromatase inhibitor, preventing any conversion into estrogen, they found the tumor to reduce or even disappear. Myth 10, the safety of testosterone use in women has not been tested. Wrong. Data of treatment at very high doses in transgender patients has existed for more than 40 years and has shown this treatment to be safe. Any side effects have been the consequence of oral intake, which is no longer used, 
or do the conversion of to estriodol, which is rarely a problem at the doses used for bioidentical hormone replacement because uh, you, you typically don't use that high amount. So when you're doing bioidentical hormone replacement, uh, for what we're talking about here, to, to, to maintain your femininity and to maintain your sex drive, it's small do- doses and it's not done orally. It's normally like the patch creams. So ladies, I recommend if you're in your mid-40s or higher, go see your doctor, preferably a naturopathic doctor, but go see your doctor and tell them you want a bioidentical. That means that it's, body, it's absorbed by the body. The body doesn't see it as a foreign um, agent because in the old days we wouldn't use bioidentical and we would use these, these really bad uh, hormone replacements for estrogen too and it would lead to cancer and stuff like that. So bioidentical, go to your doctor. You don't have to live a life of menopausal struggles and your husband doesn't have to live the the remaining whatever years of his life with a woman who doesn't want to have sex because this this leads to infidelity and stress and divorce and all these things and we don't want that and you don't want that so if you if you lament the fact that you are losing your femininity and you no longer want to have sex don't just have this defeated mentality there is something quickly at your disposal that you can go to and use to get your mojo back so do it do it for you so you can feel good about yourself and do it for your husband if you're married Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time.
Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles and the recipes that we have there, over 600. If you want to help us out, click on the PayPal link in the episode notes to donate some shekels. We're also Amazon affiliates, so go to naturopathicearth.com. There's a link in the episode notes. Click on articles. Click on one of the food recipes, and you'll see links to buy those ingredients on Amazon. Click on those links to get to Amazon, and then from there, peruse what you want. Anything you buy within 24 hours through our links, we get a 2% commission. No expense to you. It's a poquitito. It's a little stuff. Not, not a lot. We don't get a lot from that. Also, buy my books, Confessions of an Obese Child or Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. You can find these on Amazon, Kindle, or Paperback if you want to get to know my backstory. Or if you want to know how to lose weight and keep it off. And lastly, please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so. And go check out The Awakened Man, especially the back episodes. There's over 300 episodes over there. And please subscribe to that. Post an honest review. Post an honest review here. And post an honest review at Confessions of an Obese Child, which is my first podcast. And it has... 60-something episodes, and there we talk about addictions and early childhood trauma and how it affects us today. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye.